Hey family, I'm glad you're back. Thank you for coming back to Chosen Royalty. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings. We are in the hour of this time that we speak that everywhere, everywhere is a place of worship. Because we give our worship to the Lord in spirit and in truth. And where your spirit is, there he may be also. Where do you have to go? Is there a particular place that you think you have to be to worship? Do you not worship God there, right where you are, in your home, right at your desk, in the bathroom stall? Because you say, I'm going to save this worship for church on Sunday. Or I'm going to save this for Bible study on Wednesday. I can't worship here because I have to worship there. Or your full-blown worship is saved. You give God only minimal at home and you save it for the place of worship. All dressed up and cleaned up and thinking that's where people say you ought to worship. I have some news for you today. And I know that the Holy Spirit is here working in me because it's sitting so heavily, it won't leave me alone. But I have to share this with family and everyone out there. Chosen, the few, the sinners, the everyone right now who has a another look of where we should praise and worship our Father. Where Jesus is telling us, he said it out of his own, out of his own words. And I share this with you because the evidence of Jesus Christ is right before our eyes and, and is here living today for us to share with others so we can answer the call of Jesus Christ to come, to come, come to the invitation that he has for us at the dinner table so he can eat with us. Believe me, right where you are, you can have dinner with Jesus and not have to wait for the bread to come on Sunday. I say that because the Lord Jesus spoke in John chapter 4. Yes, John is so good with speaking and giving giving the word of Jesus Christ. And he is so close to Jesus. So I love that the book of John gives us so much more revelation on everything that Jesus said in all of his teachings. And this is why. I made the statement of worshiping wherever you are. It's not required for you to be in in a place. The place is for your social life and relationship with others in the church. That is for your relationship. You don't have to go to praise the Lord. You can praise him anywhere. Now, first, I'm sorry, uh, not first John, but John chapter four. 
verse 20 and 21. It says, Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. And you say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. Verse 21 says, Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour has cometh. The hour cometh when we shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. And I'm going to keep going um, because I feel that this, I just feel the Holy Spirit asking me to keep going. Um, 22 says, ye worship, ye know not. You know, I'm sorry, let me redo that. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh. And now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I love the fact that verses 20 through 24 gives us such an eye opening on Jesus relaxing our standards a bit there. Jesus relaxes us only in the fact that a lot of individuals feel as if you, and this could be a lot of religious people, so if... uh, if I ha- if I hit home with you, it is a must that you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Because we relax those standards because Jesus tells us that we relax our mindset. We relax the mindset of thinking we cannot worship Jesus Christ and we cannot worship the Lord until we get to an actual temple to do so, or a place. Right here, the Samaritan woman who was speaking to Jesus had told him, when she realized she thought she was talking to a prophet at the moment when Jesus spoke to her, she said within, um, we, men say we need to worship in Men say we need to worship on the mountain. That's where our fathers worshipped. They were on the mountain. So as men say this, and it's it's it speaks very well on her submission because she sub she submitted to that from what the fa- our forefathers have done and what men have told her in this life, in which she listened and she obeyed, but at the same time we're not going down that road about obeying because that's a whole nother story. But by her listening, she was obeying Christ because she felt in her heart that men had taught us to worship on the mountain where our fathers worship. Should we not do that? 
It's what she was giving in, in, in pretty much in, uh, asking Jesus in this moment of such holiness and insight and revelation. He woke her up to the thought and saying to her mindset, he says, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither, neither. This is the hour we are in today. Listen, woman to me. Jesus is speaking in this hour when ye shall neither in this mountain where our fathers worship, which they worshiped in temples. They worshiped in, they worshiped, they build, build places. They did things. They had special uh, places, special mountains where they would go to worship. Now, Jesus is saying, when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem, Worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We don't know in these days and time what we're worshiping. A lot of times when we're going, we're saying we have to go this place or that place to worship this and we honor that place so much. We're worshiping the building and not the Lord. We're We're worshiping the fact that we get to dress up and look good in front of others and we're not worshiping the Lord. We worship our mindset on preparing to build a lifestyle of of uh how we look in front of others or what we say in order to build ourselves up meaning meaning when we get there and we have a work to do at that temple or at that place are you worshiping the fact that people are worshiping you could it be that you are making your own self an idol in this place because this is where you want to go to worship. And you have to be seen there and be there. But here the Lord wants to break that down for you. And he says right now. But the hour cometh. And now is. When the true. If you are a true worshiper. Spirit and truth. And in spirit and truth. That is the true worshiper. If you are a true worshiper, shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. That is who the Lord is looking down for that true worship. He's seeking those true worshipers. And God and Jesus here expands the truth more when he speaks and says, God is a spirit. God is a spirit. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? God is a spirit. God is a spirit. A spirit in which we cannot see, but he can see us. God is a spirit. He could be everywhere all at one time. He is a spirit. He is omnipotent and holy. And he surrounds himself everywhere at the same time. God is a spirit. Jesus says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him. Must. Must is a such a strong word because this is what God, Jesus, is saying how we should worship. We must, not we might. It says, 
And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In both. You can't be in one or the other. God is a spirit and he's looking for others to worship in spirit and in truth. This is the hour where we are now. Jesus Christ has spoken and said this. We are here now. And if you are a true worshiper, just know that if you're worshiping in spirit and truth right where you are, God has sought you out. He sees you. He sees the, the, he sees the little sparrow. So he sees you. His spirit, he's everywhere. And he knows his true worshipers. And the true worshipers know that the mountain is not important. The temple is not the most important. It is, it is the Holy Spirit within you that goes to praise the Father. And you can do that anywhere you are. So I want to bring comfort to all those out there. Understanding that at your job, at your school, at home, in the yard, at the park, you are already worshiping him if you're worshiping him in spirit and truth. And that is whom God is pleased with. And I love you. And he will work with those who are willing to get to that point. When you call him, he'll get you to where you need to be before time is up. I love you guys so much and I'm so glad to share that with you. Oh my God, I feel so great when I get these these off of my, my chest. When it's just lingering in my mind, it is going to tear me up until I get it out. Because then I can't sleep. I can't eat it. I am literally in bondage with Jesus. I am in, and like Paul said, I am in handcuffs. I am a slave to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has put me in these handcuffs for the work. And the beautiful work to be a disciple, to be a disciple, to be an ambassador for Christ. And to speak and minister to whomever I have. I'll never, ever give up this work. And I love this work. And I do it for Christ. Not for me. Not for clout. Not for the things of the world. Not for a cash app. Not for any of those things. Because I don't ask for any of that. And I don't want it from you. God will bless me when he wants. All I ask is for your soul to be saved and to feel Jesus Christ like I do and get on fire for the Lord. That's all I want for you. And be on the narrow path and not follow what is broad. So I love you so much. Get into the work of knowing where we are, where we are right now. And Build, build like Noah. I love you guys so much. God bless you. God keep you. Be the salt and light forever, forever, ever, ever, and ever, and ever. Shalom. Bye now. Hey. 
Hey, this is Chosen Royalty. I'm coming again to you guys to tell you, God bless you. God be with you. Be at peace in all your days. I love you so much. Be the salt and light of the earth. Season well. I love you. Praise God. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Shalom, everyone.